0: Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. So the top thing that people always ask me about is everything recruiting. Recruiting, sponsoring, recruiting, sponsoring. And I think that's because we know that new people are the lifeblood of this business. I think it's because it's also the scariest thing to do, right? It's so much easier just working with your team members and your teammates saying, Hey, how can I help you? I'm so supportive, right? We all love doing that. But how much harder is it to put yourself on the line and reach out to new people? But I believe it's the most important skill in network marketing is the ability to recruit. And you could say, as far as skills goes, we could probably classify, right? Like the ability to learn how to learn. I think that's the greatest because that teaches you how. But I mean, as far as just sheer things that we actually do that we're looking for those results, it's much more important than duplication because without recruiting, There's no one ever to duplicate with. Now, don't get me wrong. Duplication is absolutely huge and massive. And we'll do a whole podcast on that. But specifically talking about recruiting slash sponsoring, I think people are trying to figure out how to recruit without being pushy, without being salesy, without being annoying, right? And they're trying to find that inner beast mode, that inner, that inner, right? bold version of themselves. And that's not easy to do. So in today's podcast, I'm going to go through several different recruiting slash sponsoring strategies to help you increase sales in your business. Now, a lot of these are going to sound really simple. Some of these are not going to sound as simple. But the key is, is in anything that you're learning, make sure that you take one thing one thing away that you write down and you say this is what i'm going to execute this is what i'm going to focus on this is what i'm going to learn this is what i'm going to make happen and i'm going to apply to my business so let's start out with the mindset that's going to be number one the very first thing that we cover when you want to become great at recruiting you got to have the right mindset. I've had really close family and even friends tell me how they're just not good at sales because someone else can get a better deal or someone else can get something cheaper. Someone else can get something more valuable. Look, you got to know the value that you're providing. If we're going off just price, then look at the top brands. They can't justify what they're selling it for. But yet we, we know, you know, if you go buy a soft drink, you know, whatever you call it, right? It's called here in the U.S. Some people call it soda. Some people call it pop. Some people call it Coke. I'm curious what you call it, but people call it different things. You know that costs a couple pennies. And sometimes you go buy like a big large one, 32 ounce or 64 ounce, whatever it is, right? On that hot summer day. And sometimes you're spending $2. Are you just thinking, I can't believe it? No, it's because right? They've provided that value, that marketing. So the first thing is when we get a recruiter mindset, you got to know the value. You got to know the value that you're providing and stop making cost the only thing and the most important thing. There are so many things that you pay for that, you know, you could get probably in the knockoff version or a little bit cheaper, but no, you want that brand. You want that, you know, what it provides for you. You like it. So start out with the recruiter mindset and value. Number two is play the long game. When you're going to recruit someone, let's talk specifically about somebody for the business and they say no to you. First thing is you ask them, hey, can I stay in touch with you? Can I keep you apprised of, you know, what's going on apprised? That's a pretty big word for me. I'm pretty proud of myself. Just that came out of the blue, threw that out there. I don't have any of this stuff scripted. I usually have a couple points that I cover and then I just ramble and go on and on and on. But play the long game. So you're going to recruit Julie and Julie says no to your business. Then ask her if you can keep her apprised, right, of what's going on. Set a reminder in your phone and reach out to her. Say it's two months later, reach out to her again five months later. And don't just keep her apprised of your business, but also just stay in contact. It doesn't take that long. It's not like this long process. It could be something real simple. You look at their profile, you see that. They just went on a trip to the Bahamas. You left the Bahamas, right? So now all you just say is, oh, I love the Bahamas. Looked like you had a ton of fun on your trip. Absolutely love it. Well, which island was your favorite island or which islands did you go to, right? Super simple. And then maybe that's after four weeks, maybe after two months, keep them apprised in the business. Hey, I know you said you weren't interested. Told you I'd keep you posted like this and this and this has happened, whatever, right? And then you got another message that comes out. Five months later, like these things take a couple minutes, that's it, but play the long game because the last thing that you want to do is be that person that reaches out to them about the business, they say no, and then a year later, you feel like, oh, it's the perfect timing, and you reach out and you say, hey, are you interested again? Look, you know you're a giver, but you're perceived as a taker. They're thinking, the only time you ever reach out to me is about your business, and again, we know what we can provide, how we can help them, but their perspective is that we are a taker, not a giver. Number three, be less salesy and more conversational. Too many times we turn into this sales voice. We're just trying to sell, 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 pitch, pitch, pitch. Listen and ask good questions. Questions are the answers. That's one of the best things you can do. So just make sure you don't turn into that salesy person where they're just like, who are you, right? You're not going to feel as comfortable either. You're not going to be able to become the bold version of you. Number four, the world loves boldness. It makes people curious. It's contagious. Be that million dollar version of you. And you may say, Rob, but I'm not looking to make a million dollars. That's okay. Just be the best version of you. Look, if you're crazy excited about something, how do you act? So don't put your dreams down. Don't make your dreams small to make other people feel comfortable. So if you're excited about your products, how do you act? If you just got the greatest product ever, Whatever that is, and you're just so excited. How would you act? How would you speak? How would you talk? What would your language be like? What would your tonality be? Is it tonality or just tone? I don't know. Just go with it. I think it's tonality. I'm going to go with that. So the world loves boldness. It makes people curious. It's contagious. Number five, when we're talking about recruiting slash sponsoring, leverage credibility, right? You may say, I don't have the credibility yet. That's okay. Your company probably does. Leaders on your team do. Your products probably do. So stop making yourself the issue. And when you want to become a monster recruiter, sponsor, right? Stop letting your insecurities get in the way of you. Stop letting your ego get in the way of you. You can leverage credibility as you go. Number six be brief, be the preview of the movie. You think when you're giving them all the reasons to do this business, that They're going to be excited. What you're doing is you're throwing up all over them. You're giving them reasons not to do the business. Think about this. We're busy. You're busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. So when they hear, hey, check check out this, instantly alert, 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 red alert, right? Their brain's just firing off of, oh, I'm busy. I don't have time for anything. So how do I say no? So when you're giving them all these reasons why it's so great and you're spending all this time on them, let's say you get on a Zoom very first contact and you spend 30 minutes with them right away. You think you gave them the reasons to do it, but you gave them enough reasons to say, you know what? I'm too busy. I can't take a serious look. So utilize your tools. If you're using Facebook groups, utilize third party validations, utilize right the things that work in your business. You are the preview to the movie. You're the simple introduction for them taking a look and they're going to ask questions. You're going to be like, you know what? That's a great question. Is exactly why I want you to come take a look. You're going to have all these questions. And then after, if it doesn't make sense for you, that's okay. You can point in the right direction. But if it does make sense, we're going to have a ton of fun. And you can cater that language, to your style, your personality, depending if you're talking about products or business. The next one is ask for help. Number seven, I think that's what we're on. Too many people, they go out and they want to become great at something, but they don't ask for help. So record yourself. What are you saying? How are you saying it? And send it to someone who's a a friend in your business or a leader in your business. Find somebody to take a look at it and assess how well you're doing or how well you're not doing. And then be ready for the constructive criticism because that's how we get better. Number eight, learn how to tell good stories. Too many people, right? They don't understand that facts tell, stories sell. That's a reality. So how do we get better at telling stories? Stories invoke emotion. People make decisions based on emotion and then after they make that decision based on emotion they justify it with logic so someone buys that new car that's incredible and awesome and it's because it's an emotional buy every decision is based on emotion and then after it's like well it's because you know i got it discounted for three thousand dollars i got a really really good deal the gas mileage is really really good as well but it's an emotional decision it's always an emotional decision do some research on it. You'll learn that that's the case. And then the next one, I know I talked a little bit about this, but I think this is so important. Number nine is use a third-party tool. Third-party validation is so important. Whether it's a right messenger group, right? Chats, or it's a Zoom, or it's in person and it's another voice. It's just another voice. That's it. People need to hear another voice. They do. Think about this. They hear it from you and they're like, yeah, nee, is it true? They hear it from someone else. All of a sudden, it could be true. Hear it from someone else. It's what influences people more than anything else is what other people are doing. You go to your doctor. Let's say you go to a doctor that's 30, 30, been a doctor for 35 years. It's a very, very good doctor. You know it's, this doctor's got an incredible reputation. And your doctor says, take product XYZ. And then all of a sudden... Your two best friends say, I've tried that product. Do not take product XYZ. It does not work like the doctor says. It's absolutely awful. Who are you listening to? You're listening to the doc- No, I'm sorry. I just messed up right there. I don't edit out podcasts on this stuff when I mess up because I like to keep it real. You're not listening to the doctor. You're listening to your two best friends. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. You're listening to your two best friends. I'm telling you, These tips are huge. I want you to figure out which tips are the biggest for you. If you found value in this, please share this with your teams. I keep it 100% generic to help you out, to help your teams out. And that's a third-party validation for you, right? Because you could say the same exact things as I do, but you're never a prophet in your own country. I know that. And all of a sudden, they get to hear a different voice, and sometimes something just clicks. It's a great way to create leverage in your business when you share podcasts like these. If you love these podcasts, smash that subscribe button and please take the time. I know I know, it only takes a couple minutes, but most of the time people don't. But please go leave a review. I do look at them. I do appreciate when people leave reviews. And if you do end up sharing this with your teams and you've got an Insta story, right, or Facebook story, or you create a post... Make sure you tag me on it because I do greatly appreciate it. I love seeing them. I hope you found value in this podcast. I know this is a very, very popular topic. Until the next podcast.